Hello everyone and welcome back to the Long Play Club. This is the beginning, chapter one, part one of Batman Arkham City, tackled by the Long Play Club. I'm your host, Christian Buckley. As always, the club is back. The boys are back in town. In the middle of the screen to my right, you are seeing Jack Martin. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Happy fall. I'm uh, I'm excited to be playing these games, particularly around the season, because they fit so nicely. As you say, Christian, I think you said it's Batman season mm -hmm. around the fall. So be it. Uh, but happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. And rounding out the long play club, Omar Nakfi, how are you doing? Good, good. Yeah, uh, I associate this game with the fall, too, because I think it came out this month, right? Like, it when did. was it? 10 years ago? No, 11? No. Yeah. 11 years yes, ago. 2011. All right. So cool. that's fucked up. It is. <laughs> it is messed up. I think I remember talking to you about this game, Christian, at like eighth grade lunch with like Timmy Crowley. Yeah. To expose him. Yeah. Okay. No, I remember that. I definitely cool. remember that. There is a right. ramp up to the release of Batman Arkham City that we can talk about before we dive into the actual playing of the show. Uh, as we typically do with the Long Play Club, for, for this series, all three of us, for the main ones at least, Arkham Origins is a weird spinoff thing. All of us are revisiting this series. This is a game and a trilogy that we all have a lot of love for. So it is a revisit. Batman Arkham Asylum was completed. Both episodes of the Long Play Club are available in the podcast feed for the Long Play Club. You can find those on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just look up the Long Play Club or Joy Clicks, you'll find it. Or Batman Arkham Podcast, honestly, and you'll see it. So if you want to get caught up, if you haven't played Arkham Asylum before and you've only played Arkham City because I'm sure there are some people that exist. That is completed. We are done with that. But now we begin Arkham City. The year was 2011, as we said. Uh, two years after Batman Arkham Asylum came out. And if I remember correctly, I could have fact-checked this. Was the Arkham City revealed at like the 2010 Game Awards or whatever they were back then, the VGX Awards? I think it was a 2009 one. I could be crazy, but I thought they revealed this game like two months after Asylum came out. Okay, because I remembered it was close. I remember yeah. it was like surprisingly close to when Asylum came out. I can look it up. Thank you. Um, Jack, we'll start with you. Do you remember the lead up to Arkham City? We talked about your history with Arkham Asylum before. Like many people... Arkham Asylum was like, damn, Batman, licensed games, maybe they're not going to be all bad. Arkham City, the follow-up. What was it like waiting for the release of Arkham City if you played it when it came out? Yes, uh, I played it around the time it came out. But mm. for the lead-up, it was, I think the E3 presentation was, I believe it was right after you suit up and you like go down to the courthouse and you're beating everyone up. And I saw Batman like gliding around. I was like, oh, this is a game to pay attention to. And I hadn't played Arkham Asylum before. So what I did was like get Arkham Asylum on my Xbox, play through it, loved it. And the lead up to this was like some really amazing trailers with uh, the Hugo Strange one of the of Batman just perched up on a building and him calling Batman by Bruce Wayne and just being like, whoa, what's going on here? There was a really cool, I'm forgetting like what band was playing in the background, but there's a really cool like music uh, trailer associated with this game. 
um, which was really cool. But I got this for Christmas that year, 2011. I think my gaming space was occupied by Skyrim <laughs> at the time. But got this for Christmas. I asked my parents for it, just the game, and they <laughs> decided to go out and get me the like game of the year edition or whatever like the ultimate bundle was it's like a square box um with like joker on the side and batman on the side uh as well as like a book with a bunch of different like concept arts in it it's really cool uh but yeah i got it for christmas was going for the platinum run and then my save got deleted on new year's i remember 2012 oh, God. which is horrible but i eventually did go back and do the platinum um we can maybe talk about that in the third episode, because it's it's quite an arduous trophy list, but uh, no, love this game a lot, and uh, that was that's sort of my background with it. Mm -hmm. um, how are you playing it for the long play club? And I'll tack this on there going into this as a revisit. How do you historically view this one in relation to the trilogy? Yes. So to your second question, historically, this would be my favorite. It's Currently in my top three of all time. We'll see if that changes after this. Highly unlikely. Uh, but I'm playing this on my PS5, and I'm playing the Return to Arkham version. Very nice. Omar, same questions for you. Let's start. The lead-up to Arkham City, do you remember it? What was it like? Uh, what's your general history with the game? And I'll throw in the same questions I tacked on for Jack. General thoughts on Arkham City in relation to the saga and... How you're playing it for this one sure uh well first of all i found out that no uh you're right it was 2010 vgas i think maybe the 2009 maybe that's when that like that map in the game came out remember that didn't they kind of reveal an arkham asylum i thought the blueprint but was that there in, in release or did that get like unearthed in december i don't know you guys know what i'm talking about yeah i think someone found that okay like i don't even think rocksteady was like hey this is here someone just eventually found it Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I was uh, really looking forward to it because I like Asylum so much. And I uh, got it day one. And I played it. And it's great. Uh, I liked it a lot. At least my second favorite in the series. Maybe my first, we'll see. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm playing it now on a, on a computer. Not my Steam Deck I did last time. I thought Arkham City deserved the ultra-wide monitor treatment. And damn, it looks good. It looks mm -hmm. really good. Hell yeah, it does. Um, that's great. Like you, both of you, I am revisiting this. I love this game. Uh, it is historically somewhere floating around my top five, like all time. I, I really, really love Arkham City. And the lead up to it, for sure, I, I was like swept up in the marketing. I still have the Game Informer somewhere in my house, which was just the pure white cover and his Batman's face. He's got the little splash of blood on him um the the imagery going into arkham city was 10 out of 10 like all the character art they had i loved it like the joker one too it was instead of the blood it was like yeah like green gross venom stuff on them like striking visuals and that trailer ending with hugo strange being like bruce wayne was like very much like setting a tone i was like whoa this is gonna be this is gonna be a game um and i remember 2011 was a huge year for games and um unfortunately i was not able to play the game despite having it pre-ordered and picking it up at launch unable to play it like fully because i think the same week the game came out 
Uh, I played it on PS3, and I decided to hop in to a match of Battlefield Bad Company 2, and I was playing the Vietnam expansion or whatever it was, a map there, and my PS3 yellow lighted. So I only had like three days worth of time playing Arkham City, and then I had to wait until December to finish it um for it i got a new ps3 for christmas but yeah i bet you wish you didn't sell that through 60 yeah that (laughs) i really was and it's funny because i i I got psyched out with thinking it broke with asylum but like it actually died on me for cities yeah rock city really trolled you this time they did they trolled me through dice they trolled me through wishes he could do that yeah scarecrow was playing the long game honestly yeah that was like a bad scarecrow trip that just like happened to like you're in your 40s and you're like oh no (laughs) yeah aftershocks man um but yeah uh, i love arkham city and it's very exciting to coming to uh, be coming back to it I'm playing it on my PS5, Return to Arkham Collection. I have platinumed it on the uh, Return Collection, so Jack, we can absolutely have an aside about that down the line. But Arkham City, I made a claim when we started the Long Play Club for Arkham Asylum saying that I think it has maybe one of the best intros, maybe the best intro in any game ever. How do we feel about the way that Arkham City opens? Because it it like goes zero to a hundred instantly where that first arkham asylum intro is 10 minutes of you can't move anywhere it's on rails this intro is on rails but i was surprised at how quickly this moved when i started the game up um omar we talked a lot about just like the characters being introduced in arkham asylum and like the joker narration no joker yet Mm mm-hmm but we get Hugo Strange, who is this new character for many people. This is my first exposure to him. Yeah. How is it seeing through the eyes of Bruce Wayne, I guess, this intro of this prison city and getting your your footing as Batman? Well, you know, if Arkham Asylum is like Bioshock, this one reminds me of Half-Life 2. Not really. But the Hugo Strange at the beginning is very much uh, reminiscent of like the G-Man or whatever. Saying like, wake up, Mr. Freeman to me. But I think it's like a small reference. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, it definitely ramps up. And uh, it's neat when you see Penguin. That's Nolan North, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think like the Rock City has some really great art, but I have never liked their character models for the most part. Like I think Batman looks or Bruce Wayne looks really looks really like heavy. You know what I mean? Beefy. Yeah, uh, it's it's interesting. But uh yeah, I think I think it's cool. Not as good as Arkham's intro for me, but uh, Batman's little fist when he's like has his handcuffs and like is like hitting people that looks stupid, but in a way that's cool. I think. Sure. Yeah. Um. I I, I really like how it's sort of cranked up to Arkham Asylum was you're getting to meet all these characters like the Steve Bloom Doctor and Doctor Young and all these other characters that'll pop up for the majority of your playthrough and here. It's like cranking that up, kind of, because not future spoilers or anything for the this story, but like we meet Vicky Vale, we get to see Bruce, we interact with Penguin brutally, uh, Jack Ryder's in there. There's a guy that turned around, Jack, and he said, you're on my list, Batman. And I was like, or you're on my list, Wayne. And I was like, is that Deadshot? Is that Floyd Lawton? Like, is yeah, that him? It is. That's mm-hmm. sick. I never knew that. Yeah, because he, he'll come back later in the game. But um, yeah, I think that took me maybe my second or third playthrough to be like, oh, it's that guy. I didn't even Which, know that. 
yeah, it's a cool little, it's a cool little thing. Like it's, it's right there, but it's so easy to miss and mm-hmm. like so easy to put two and two together that it, it takes a few playthroughs to be like, oh, that's Deadshot. Mm-hmm. Was Deadshot in like Arkham Origins too, or is that Deathstroke? That's Deathstroke. I don't know if okay. he's also in that though. Okay, okay. Yeah, I I, I forget. Who's the orange one? That's Deathstroke. That's Deathstroke. Okay, okay, okay. Deadshot, which is we're getting into weird stuff with the timeline because Suicide Squad takes place in um the same timeline as this. This is a white man called Floyd Lawton. I don't know if they're gonna pull some multiverse stuff or anything, but not I don't know if it's like canonically, but like in more recent adaptations, Deadshot's a black guy and like Will Smith was very, I imagine influential in making that shift happen for the cultural consensus um that could have happened in the comics a long time ago i'm not super aware of that but i remember i did watch arrow and scrawny little white guy floyd lawton was in like season two of arrow a couple years before uh the suicide squad movie but um I, i do appreciate that they do a similar thing to asylum where you get to introduce the player and Bruce to some of the cast that you'll come across again, even though I had no idea that that was Deadshot until a week ago. So pretty cool intro. Um, yeah, I also I like how it's. I think it does a equally, if not better, job of introducing like the world of Arkham City in a similar way that Arkham Asylum does when you like actually finally get out to the island proper. Um, but I like climbing up ace chemicals uh and getting the suit reveal and just having that world open to you i think that's that's really interesting um i told you guys but my name is in the credits there not mine personally but someone who has the same name as me i, I always thought that was cool i'm not sure when i realized that but when i did it was never never forget that i think it's really cool um but also something to shout out um are you guys playing with, with the automatic like catwoman stuff baked into the game yeah. yes that I always thought it was so weird to start this game because I agree, Christian, like starting the game off with like Bruce and the chair getting electrocuted, like that's quite the way to start the game. But it starts off with Catwoman just in like a two minute mission. And I always thought that was so weird. Yeah. Um, without like without that stuff baked in. I don't know if that's an option to do. Well, you could do it if you had the PS3 copy. You didn't redeem the code, I suppose, or right. like the 361. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, but I assume we all bought that game new, of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think the Catwoman stuff was a pre-order bonus. Like okay, okay. that was the the hook they had for you because this was in 2011. Again, Uncharted 3 had a multiplayer pass that you could only right. <laughs> redeem. Um, but yeah, honestly. I'm glad that was brought up because I completely forgot that that's how it kicked off until after I started talking about the intro. I was like, Fuck, wait, that starts the Catwoman. So let's let's go back to the Catwoman thing, right? Because this is Rocksteady extending beyond Batman, which they have done previously in this series. In Arkham Asylum, you can play as the Joker if you have the PlayStation version. Um, but Which I did. You can shoot people. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucking <laughs> weird, dude. Joker. I was so, like, whoa yeah you can you can jokerify him too with the uh the circle button i think it's like he sprays you with joker toxin yeah but yep i i understand it is weird it is weird you're kicking up batman arkham city and for some reason it's like okay start in arkham city you don't know you're in arkham city really yet play as catwoman beat up this room this is essentially your tutorial 
And again, it's optional because this was not something every player would experience at first. What I like is that it does throw you in there and it does have a lot of the elements of late game Arkham Asylum. Ground zero of like, yeah, it's faster. You can double tap the buttons instead of doing the combo buttons to use some gadgets. And in general, I think, again, playing the high level challenge rooms and stuff, the combat in Arkham City is a million times better, in my humble opinion, compared to Arkham Asylum. And instantly they hit you with that. So I like it from that angle. But yeah, from story or setup, it is weird. And I don't know if it was like, I feel very neutral about it. Do either of you have like a weird thing against it? Oh, I totally forgot about it. But it definitely is kind of a wet fart of a start compared to how good Asylum is. Like in terms of for that specific part, then it kind of kicks in the regular Arkham City stuff. But yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I don't I don't hate it. And that was my takeaway to Christian was just being like, oh, this game plays a thousand times better than Arkham Asylum. Like they just completely ironed it out. And it's probably easier to notice that because Catwoman is just more of a fluid character than Batman is even in this game. Mm -hmm. But still, it's like, whoa, it's like you were swinging a baseball bat with like a donut on it and then you take it off. And it's like, whoa, this is this just is way better used. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah apart from that it is just an odd start uh i appreciate the if you've played city a thousand times you'll the painting is like a dead giveaway to like what will happen in the game it's like very foreshadowing but um yeah aside from that it's it's weird like i, I feel like if like all the other catwoman stuff i think is fine but if they cut this and they you hit start on a new game and you just hear like batman being electrocuted in a chair like that's quite the way to start the game i kind of want to experience it because uh, i don't think i ever have yeah um very curious to see like the progression of the catwoman campaign because i i've played this game several times through completely and i remember i think i i don't remember much catwoman stuff after this first session like i, I remember one specific thing but i don't recall if like we visit her a couple more times or if it's just one but that's something i'm going to keep an eye on i think because i i i don't think like i'm with you jack i think the returning to catwoman segments i like that she plays differently i like that she has a different kit i like that her missions or objectives are kind of bite-sized but um yeah very very interested to see if there's any downsides to her beyond just kind of making the intro weird so. yeah it, it might mess up pacing in some ways mm -hmm. but I, I honestly don't remember if that was really an issue for me i have a question for both of you talking about while well, we're still on the topic of this introduction um so bruce is walking through this place right people are like oh, bruce wayne's here what the hell um he's giving advice to jack Ryder. he's like why would i listen to you 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 playboy or something like that and then when he faces cobblepot in the back alley i've played it like this way i think every single time i rp it where i'm like well bruce has to maintain some cover so he can take a couple hits first and then he'll do the parry <laughs> so like i think that's fun i think it's, it isn't like super immersion breaking or anything even though like immediately after he's like leaping around like he's fucking spider-man but um 
Yeah, I, I do like the choice to start with Bruce Wayne, even if he does look like a brick wall. <laughs> you know. He does. He looks like Optimus Prime. <laughs> he really does. Uh, so. That's the Unreal Engine 3 look. It came from that freaking oh, yeah. War from Cybertron game or whatever. I don't even know. Sure. Do you guys um do you guys beat up Penguin in this? Because I think he's just like against the chain link fence. I think you can just climb up the building and ignore him, but I always just go over and I know you give that. him the old one too. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Uh, my favorite thing to do with him is because he goes down in one hit, which I think is funny. Um, I I always drop kick him. It's just fun to see him like <laughs> collide into the fence and like for a second figure out where to go. But um, yeah, I, ever since I think the second time I played it and realized that I could punch him again, I was like, oh, I have to. <laughs> yeah this is for my family cobblepot but um then after we climb the tower jack like you said it takes us to what was that iconic e3 demo of the open world kind of you're still like directed and funneled to immediately in front of you but this game is big addition i think at least outside of the shift of linear to open world is the glide Omar, how does the glide feel here? We did, we did a little gliding in Arkham Asylum, but here, how does it feel? The, the glide's great, Christian. I don't know if you remember, but this is specifically what I remember, what I remember talking to you about in like eighth grade, is how good that glide is. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, it was like, it's like, because, you know, uh, open world games weren't, well, I guess they were common, but uh, they were all like GTA clones at that point. <laughs> Uh, the the kind of flying around a city stuff. No one had kind of attempted that. It's not flying; it's gliding, of course. But mm-hmm. no one had really attempted stuff like that for a while, I think. And it was it's cool. It feels great. It looks great. Even though I think Arkham City is still a weird idea, but it makes sense with the limitations of the consoles, I suppose. It uh, it's cool, and I'm glad they did it. Yeah. So I I guess I, I'm curious to hear a little more of your thoughts about Arkham City as a concept, right? Because a lot of what we talked about with the introduction to Arkham Asylum was the atmosphere and the asylum and just like how great the art direction is. What is it about Arkham City that maybe doesn't hit all those notes for you conceptually? Well, I think um, in terms of the art, like let's say, I don't think the hub, like if you look at the world, is maybe as enticing as uh, Arkham Asylum is. But I do think the art direction is, has is stepped up to be honest the interior levels you get to is a whole new uh there's like a new level of care i feel like right I, not the jump but like stuff like that poison ivy level or uh obviously the fun house it looks great but um uh yeah i think i think for me we, we talked a bit about arkham asylum's writing not holding up and i still think some of that is true for here just in terms of uh just explaining the concept of Arkham City just when Bruce Wayne is like complaining about how crazy it is. It's like, oh, they knew this was dumb. <laughs> but, and so maybe it's kind of cool because it's self-aware about it, but it, it just sounds ridiculous. Like, why would you put all the prisoners in the city like this? I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's funny in a, in a weird way, just because it's like, there were those two Kurt Russell movies, right? Where that was the concept. It was like, hey. Escape from New York. Yeah, like Manhattan's a prison now. Like that's just mm-hmm. the decision we made. Um, so like on that front, I think it is like silly and funny. 
I do, I think it's very funny also that the game starts out with Bruce Wayne being like, this is awful. Why would you do this? <laughs> right? Yeah. He's and he's like, like what the fuck? Who came up with this shit? Yeah, and he's like basing a political campaign off that being like, guys, I don't know about this. Like <laughs> Yeah. Um It's very silly. And again, not to jump ahead, but they do like dive into layers with what's going on underneath the surface. But Jack, when it comes to Arkham City, um, as an open world, you know, how do we go beyond just the island, the asylum? I, I guess like conceptually with the premise of it and we can also talk about just the format of the map the open world um how do you feel jumping from the more linear i think we landed on zelda like not metroidvania (laughs) arkham asylum with this smaller scale open world arkham city well i i've never really minded the concept of it it is definitely very silly but i i like to think this is something that can only really happen in gotham um so that has kind of always checked out with me and i feel like there's we probably don't know too much of the backstory but probably a lot of corruption just like greasing a lot of palms to make this happen um so that that kind of always worked for me but i do really like the idea of splitting up arkham city based on like the villains and the and the factions and their goons are sort of patrolling that city and like penguin has his own like he has a museum joker has uh the like steel mill um and then like parts of where um mr freeze is like completely isolated by water so i like how it is sectioned off that way and i feel like there's so many open worlds now that are so overwhelming and this is like a nice small scale open world that has different interior um places that you can go and visit that kind of call back to that sort of metroidvania like experience with arkham asylum so i feel like this is not this is a very manageable open world um it doesn't even really feel like an open world in a lot of ways which is good i think they got a lot of mileage out of the scope based off the fact that this map is a horseshoe and you can't just like cut directly across it's not like if you're playing spider-man and you're in Times square and you need to go to like harlem it's like oh i can go like this way i can go straight forward that way i can just like zip 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 here it's like oh i'm dealing with joker stuff and i have to go over to the uh i think it's like a shopping district where the like the rail train is parked outside of the museum it's like that's a trek you got to go around um so i i think for me personally it's like just large enough that it feels like a decent size world to explore with a lot going on but like you said completely manageable for me at least especially when you are able to get additional stuff to help with traversal which um i did that the ar missions that was kind of like a good 20 25 minutes of my playthrough for this episode uh did you guys tackle those yet uh which ones it's it's like there's a bat symbol surrounded by like a red circle like floating in a couple places and if you do all of them you get the grapnel boost oh i see i see mm-hmm. that's like an immediate thing i have to do every time i start this game over because it just makes the gliding a thousand times better mm-hmm. where you can just continuously keep going this is my first time playing the games is like 2012 <laughs> i think maybe 2013 uh are you guys playing the PS4 version too? I know you might have said that. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel about this return to Arkham version? Is it any 
better than Asylum was on the port or anything like that? Is it worse? I honestly, <laughs> I, no, 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 no. I don't notice. I, I, I honestly okay. don't notice like the sure. difference between this and Asylum on Return, or just from the originals. Obviously, like the resolution's a lot better, but um, there's no 60 frames in this. And I know there's a weird workaround where if you have the disc version and you like don't update it, you can play City at 60. Don't know why they don't just have that now, uh, which is really unfortunate. I'd love to see this in 60, but yeah. I think it's less noticeable, Omar. Like, it maybe it's because it's outdoors a lot, and a lot of that is just, like, blue lighting because it's only at night, and there's, like, the snow and, like, other things that might just be distracting me. But, like, when we get character close-ups, like, I have seen side-by-sides of pre-release uh return to arkham and the original ps3 and 360 release and those are the ones that i think get shared around a lot of the pre-release return to arkham stuff hugo strange looks awful in that like close-up and you can like see wayne and the glasses at the beginning full release when i played it i was like oh this looks decently better than like the image people uh call back to a lot but yeah i i think it's just the general fact that art direction like you mentioned is just a huge step up across the board with this game i feel like it was harder for them to mess that up here like asylum i think has really weird interior lighting in the return uh package in my opinion at least where everything does look a lot more plasticky and rounded and here it's not like perfect but when i'm looking at batman it's like Oh, that looks like Batman. That doesn't look like a weird action figure that's kind of wet. Like <laughs> it's it's okay here, I think. It's less noticeable for me. Cool. But in night everything is wet. We're gonna Yeah, I can't wait to see that again. I love wet Did... pavement. <laughs> Did you guys um I don't know about you guys. I was staring at the Gotham City skyline for like a good few minutes just looking at it. I think it looks really cool. I like it. It has like the Art Deco style um, from like the animated series or like similar vibes to like the Tim Burton um, skyline in those movies or even like the Joel Schumacher, like super exaggerated, like thousand foot tall buildings. Uh, really cool. I, I like seeing that in this game and I, I spent a good amount of time just like gazing at that. Yeah, I, I didn't see it. I'll take a look. <laughs> When we, cool. when we when we got the suit, I did stand up there just for a bit. I was trying to get a good screenshot, but I was like, mm, I'm just going to. Uh, dude, I forgot I mentioned. How cool is it when you get that suit? It's so sick. It's like the coolest thing. Mm -hmm. It just drops in. Yep. And then he just like, I don't know. Uh, did you just get in and the suit gets put on him? Or does he put it on physically? I don't even know. It was cool. It looks like a spaceship. Yeah. They do like, the, the suit like opens up and like steam comes out and then they do like the close-ups of him like tightening the wrists and like yeah, boots and stuff. Yeah, that's so cool. I always like, because now that I've learned a, a bit more about like games and like Naughty Dog has talked about this a lot with like clothing like on characters and I think Capcom did this as well, like how hard it is to show somebody like take off a shirt in a video game like realistically, but I always like when I see like that final moment, it's like, and he's going to pull the cowl down. Isn't yeah. that impressive? I always think that's yeah. cute. <laughs> I'm playing on a PC with some gamer FOV mods and like it totally went crazy when he was trying to put on that suit. Like really? the hands were flapping around. <laughs> like it looked weird. Oh my god. <laughs> like no clipping. That's funny. Weird. Yeah. Are you guys playing with different suits in this? 
Not no, just, just the default. That's what I'm doing. If I had a Wii U, I'd, I'd put on the armor suit, but I well, I don't have a copy of the game. <laughs> what suit you? What suit you doing? I'm just using the the normal, oh. but cool. like normally, I will always use either Batman Beyond, but Christian and I agree in this with the gray and blue suit, the '70s suit. That, so good. That's the one. Does um Return to Arkham are the cutscenes still pre-rendered or does the suit like change every cutscene? I think it's pre-rendered. Okay, okay. I think so like when you when you're talking in like that Fallout 4 style camera setup, right? Where it's like the shot reverse shot stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be in there. Yeah, but not like the fancy cutscenes, the budget ones. Yeah, for like the full cutscenes, I, I believe they do swap it, which um you know, is whatever. Yeah, no. That's cool. But yeah, I'm also rocking default. Um, I th- I was thinking like maybe for next week, next time I hop back in, I'll just throw in that 70 suit because um, I, I didn't realize that I, I forgot you could only activate it like the second time you launch into the story because I was like yeah. looking around for it. And I was like, wait, where is it? I just wanted to like look at my options again to see what I could throw on. But um, when it's I hopped 2011 game, <laughs> yeah. got to quit. <laughs> when I hopped back in, it was like, oh, OK, there you go. Do you know it's possible if you hop into the game and then very like very soon hop out and then if you equip the suit in the main menu and then you play the part where the suit gets dropped in the pod, is the suit going to be in the pod? Okay. It does not. It does not change. Unfortunately. <laughs> That's okay. That would be awesome though. That we need we need we you know, we need an Arkham an Ar- we talked about this already Arkham Asylum Arkham City remake. 60 frames let batman go prone and then we can swap out the 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 bat pod and like actually have the real suit you want in there as an option they need to do it they have to do it it'll really complete the experience that way you know i think then it'll be a 10 (laughs) yep 70 (laughs) dollars after the suit up we we glide on down to the two-face run courthouse jack like you were mentioning the the city is broken up to different villains different territories and Two-Face, who I'd say is an iconic Batman villain, he's probably like top five, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Makes his grand introduction because he's uh, got Selina held captive. As we saw, she messed up at the beginning, stealing from him. And we get to see a uh, courtroom legal case being taken down by Harvey Dent Two-Face. Uh, introduction to stealth here. And there's like 40 people in that room on the floor like 40 npcs enemies just like rah rah yeah go to face and as we were approaching i genuinely thought that i was like are we do we fight all of them here like we, we fight 40 people immediately you don't it clears out pretty fast but um how do we feel about this first i guess set piece introduction to um where we go because this is again immediately following up the introduction the walkthrough the suit up right after that you're in the courthouse so jack how do you how do you like this this uh this combat encounter i think it's cool um i think from a uh like story perspective i like how the game in general is opening up the batman mythos more like just seeing two-face and catwoman interact like we didn't see them in asylum before so it's feels even more expanded already within the first like five minutes um but as an encounter like (laughs) this location is very ingrained in my memory with like all the combat challenges so um 
This is a cool one. It, I did think it was really funny when you drop down and the game's like, oh, we can't have all these people in here. Got to get them out. Yeah. We, we can't quite do that yet. Wait wait for another four years. But um, no, it's it's cool. I, I, I like it a lot. Um, and at the end, uh, Two-Face shoots you. So that's that's kind of cool. And it's the yeah, first instance cool. of uh, of your suit getting messed up like five minutes or like even less, a few minutes after you put it on. Um, and I do like how it degrades over time throughout the game. But uh, yeah, the combat encounter I think is pretty cool. There's there's a similar scene. Sorry, uh, to the, like don't they do the same scene in the Telltale ser- series one, or is that Two Face and another person? Or am I crazy? Mm. I don't know if Two Face is in the Telltale games. Okay, okay. okay. He, I think he is. He is because uh, Selena like dates him at one point. Oh, Harvey's in it. I think. Oh, but not Two Face. Oh no, Two Face yeah. isn't it. Two Face isn't it. Okay, yep. okay. Yep, you're right. Is Two Face always Harvey? Yes. Or okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Two Face has a. I think he shows up for like the end of an episode, and then they never touch on him again, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. Um, but yeah, as far as the suit deteriorating, because that happens in Asylum as well. Um. I, I an element that I think is neat is. He shoots him in the chest, right? Like on the, the symbol. Mm-hmm. So, Omar, if we want to get into the first instance of Batman nerd lore here, um, something that I think people said was a myth for a while, but eventually became canonized depending on the take, is that the bat symbol on the chest and the reason why some of them have a yellow thing surrounding it is because it's like, oh, the bat suit is just cloth. This part over his heart is bulletproof and yellow, so people will be see that as a target name for it. And Whoa. when Harvey shoots that, and you like see it's like shot into the the chest piece, there is like a tiny piece of skin you can see, but most of it is a scuff of the suit tearing, and then there's just a Kevlar bat underneath it. So, dude, pretty cool. that is cool. Right? I didn't know that. That is some cool Batman lore. Yeah, very very cool to see Rocksteady embrace that, but. Yeah. So, like, it if Adam funny. gets shot, like, anywhere else, like, he totally gets shot? Depending on the interpretation, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, right. it, it was funny with the the uh, Battenson Batman, because everyone before that was like, oh, it's, like, an actual, like, it's a Batarang in there, but, like, he can probably also use that for protection. And then throughout the movie, he's just getting lit up with, like, <laughs> full, like, assault rifles, and every part of his body is completely, like, bulletproof. Like, he has vibranium on or something, so... Mm-hmm. Definitely depends on the interpretation. Absolutely. And I know there are some creatives that are like, no, that's stupid. That's not true. It's not the target. That's not there. But like, we'll see. If if his thighs rip and we see skin, I don't know if I'm going to believe these comic writers, you know? So It's also cutscene versus gameplay. That's always of course. important. <laughs> get shot in a cutscene. That's not good. No, Batman can get shot four times anywhere in a combat encounter, I think. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, this is probably not funny but it always makes me laugh is after you finish this fight <laughs> again rocksteady loves calling their female characters bitches because she says something about like oh no gun and then he's on the ground like holding his face and he's like two guns bitch and then just shoots her that was a cool line <laughs> it's very stupid what a delivery you know yeah. <laughs> but not not a strong case out the gate for an improvement on that front in this game <laughs> No, but it's very, it very much feels like, like Bad Boys too. like, just sure. too, I don't know, something about Akimbo Guns is fun. Um, I think, 
I didn't do it two face. Like, is, is that Troy Baker playing him? Did we? Talk? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was I, okay. I think like. I think Two Face is so stupid. Like he's just such a dumb character to me. Like obviously he looks ridiculous, but like just the coin shit and the well, let's see. I, I, I think I think Two Face can be a little stupid. That's all. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Does it ruin the Dark Knight for you? Two Face and Dark Knight. Yeah. Like a little bit. Oh wow. Okay. Like like I think that movie is amazing, but I think they didn't need him. I think I, I think he gets weird in that movie. Personally. No, I think that's fair. I don't know. I think that's fair. The third act of the Dark Knight is the shaky one. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Did you guys talk to Two Face after he's tied up? Because you can go up to him and speak to him. No, I've never done that. What does he say? He he says something to the effect of like, "Oh, we'll be back, Batman. I'll get you again," or something. Because spoilers for the rest of this game, Two Face doesn't show up again but oh, what? yeah this they used them they spent them oh now that i'm thinking about that he well he does with catwoman there's a catwoman sequence at the end of the game but i guess that's it i guess with batman you never see him again yeah i'm trying to remember you see i like i said i forget most of the catwoman stuff because i don't remember him popping up again but i i think it's very funny that immediately like you said jack it's like we're expanding the world of batman in this series here was your two face. <laughs> Be grateful, right. you know. I think that was like a, like a. Is this the first? The first one was put out by um, Square Enix and Eidos, right? But then is this one Warner Brothers at this point? Or I don't was know. Was it? The first one was Square Enix. Or, yeah, I think so. But then they got kind of like, they kind of traded the the publisher. That's nuts. Sometimes it that. got handed over. I thought so, but. Uh, I don't know. I thought maybe Two Face here is that like a Dark Knight inclusion mandate? Like, put that in, like that kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> like, it could have been, you know. But after that, um, we really get to experience the open world that we were touching on before. And again, new to this game, you leave the courthouse, you walk outside, you get your call from I think Oracle or Alfred. And they say, go to here because there's a thing in the bell tower and you go to the bell tower, you track down all this stuff. But before you go to track down where Catwoman got sniped from, you leave that courthouse, see up on a rooftop, you see somebody standing there. Did you guys go talk to this individual? I forgot about this, dude. Let's see. So is this, uh, this is Azrael. This is Azrael. Azrael standing up on the rooftops from what so, wasn't there a boss in Elden Ring called that or was that Astiel I don't know I think it would be Ast I don't remember okay, okay, okay. I honestly there probably big, is a boss called that Azrael blue spider guy in like a dark cave nope he's like see that galaxy opening oh okay yeah I did see that okay okay all right Astiel I think this is right okay, okay, okay. um but you walk outside you see Azrael up there at first you could miss him because you walk out the front steps and it's like, oh, I got a thing to do. But he's like positioned against the moon, I think. So he's like highlighted to a degree. Um, and you go up there. He says, says a couple lines like we've been watching that. And then he sprays something on the ground. Smoke pellet disappears, which introduces something new to this game that wasn't in Arkham Asylum, depending on what you count the, the Riddler quest as. This game has side quests and that is your introduction to them. 
very, very quickly. Again, this game is moving at a fast pace, throwing a lot of things at you, including, I believe, 12 side quests that are introduced with this initial one here. So. Sad I missed it. This is where you can get the... Uh, I think it's missable, but you can throw like the remote control batarang at Azrael and he'll catch it and you get a trophy or achievement. Mm -hmm. That's fun. Uh, how do you guys feel about this game tackling side quests? Uh, again, we can save more in-depth conversations on specific ones down the line when we actually encounter most of them. But just from your history, like, do you typically do the side quests in this game? Uh, did you, Omar, I know you haven't played it in a while, but do you in remember any of the side quests or side elements in this game leaving an impact on you? I don't I did them man honestly i think back in the day i was like a mainline crit path guy uh i didn't actually kind of explore this time i'll have to go and try them out next time um i think i kind of vaguely remember like i remember people on the internet talking about a calendar man one maybe was mm -hmm. that this game yes mm -hmm. and then uh i think man bat too or no man bat is in man night is... okay yeah. okay all right then yeah that's all i know jack how about you I'll, I'll say, Omar, you're in for a treat because I think a decent amount of them are, are very fun. Some of them, like Azrael, I believe you just find him across the map, which is cool Like to hear his lines every now and then, but there's really not much to it. Um, but for other villains, like you're scoping him out, whether you're like finding like phone calls across the map for Zaz or Calendar Man's kind of annoying because you have to literally go back on the dates like in real life. So you got to mess with the system clock. Uh, but there's there's just a, a bunch of really cool ones. Like even Riddler after you like do all of the... There's like quarterly check-ins where you get like X amount of trophies. You can go like to a Riddler hideout and like do a puzzle room. Uh, it's really cool. I feel like the, the rogues gallery lends itself quite nicely to side quests that are focused particularly on uh, certain villains. So I think they utilize them quite well. And, and they're, they're fun. Most of them are, are really fun. Yeah, I'll also add most of them, like they all come in pieces and they occur seemingly very naturally as you're flying through Arkham City, at least in my opinion. And every time one pops up, if you get a call from like Oracle or Alfred being like, hey, there was something over here, you should go look at it. And it's, if it's on your map and it's like relatively close to where you are, Honestly, just go for it because most of the time, whatever drop they're giving probably only takes like five or so, maybe 10 minutes max for you to sort out what it is, whether it be a crime scene, a combat encounter, or like Jack said, a phone call. Um, I, I think something I love about the side quests in this game and the open world aspect of it is that it feels like none of the side quests feel like you're wasting time you know like if you're rping batman it's like i have an important mission that we learn at the end of this episode i have a reason to be hauling ass to figure this out but the way they introduce these things and the way that if you give them time on their initial appearance it sort of contextualizes that there's an urgency there as well and the fact that there's no day night cycle like it's all just like you hear periodic things like it's like nine hours, 10 hours, eight hours. Um, I, I think the game handles its side quest content in an incredible way 
that just makes sense and for me makes me want to do all of them every time i replay the game so yeah it's also like drips and drabs too like it's like what you said christian you can like pop out of a interior environment back onto the open world and you do like a little bit of this quest and it'll just progress as you're doing the story so i think they handled it quite well what was your question no sorry how many of them are there you think or how many i want to say nine i want to say there were 12 um including like the riddler um riddler i don't think is super essential but i do think some of the puzzle rooms are good that jack mentioned and you're probably going to be stumbling across a couple of riddler trophies and the puzzles for them again in my opinion are much more engaging in this game compared to asylum so you'll probably be able to unlock at least two of the puzzle rooms just by like progressing through the game and picking up easy riddler trophies so that's worth checking out too i think so are they called puzzle rooms in the does he call them that i think they kind of are right okay yeah they're kind of like saw i haven't seen <laughs> saw but i always imagine that's what saw is yeah <laughs> so it's also tinted very green also so it's probably going for that but um, i saw one that was like red or is that red lights and then they become green lights later oh, that's for catwoman oh is that not the riddler is that the diddler <laughs> oh who is that <laughs> I thought you were talking about the trophies. I have no clue what you're talking about. Okay, okay. <laughs> was it was there a red flare? Is that what you're talking about? I think so. I think there's a red puzzle room that I think maybe they become green later. I don't know. I didn't do it. <laughs> I just I saw some red question marks and I left. So if it's oh if it's the trophies. It's for Catwoman, yeah. It, it's Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Those are for Catwoman to pick up. Okay. Um there is a red flare. That introduces the Bane quest, where Bane's just standing there and being like, "Batman, you want to help? You want to team up?" I <laughs> did that one. I remember doing that one. Yeah, like that back cool. in the day, at least. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bane's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, have you Have you guys seen him this playthrough yet, or is that later? Mm-hmm. Not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I need to go find him then, because I remember being like, because when you see him in Arkham Island, uh, which this is all before I got my my definitive Bane tom hardy a, a year later <laughs> but uh yeah seeing bane in uh arkham asylum he, he you know he's not making much sense he's on titan or whatever going crazy and then here he's just like this is just cool like scientist casual guy bane right mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited i think that's cool yeah as of right now you have full access to start his quest um sweet and i do like what you're talking about where the coolest thing I think of Bane is the fact that he is a brute. He's this giant hulking man, but he is also like Batman level intelligence. And I think Asylum super falls short on like conveying that. And here you meet him, super chill. He's baned out, but he's very chill. He's like, Batman, I got this map. Titan, we saw how fucked up that got on the island. <laughs> you help me, I help you. I don't want this falling into the wrong person's hands. We're going to destroy them all. And that's the side quest. So, cool introduction. Um, that was cool. Again, continuing on the crit path, we go to the bell tower. Introduced to Harley Quinn, who is it's not Arlene Sorkin anymore, right? It's uh, Tar Strong. Yeah. Yeah. How do we feel about Harley and her introduction here? Wait, did they? Did they? Was she Taz cast? Wait, did they change from the Taz? 
I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, she's cool. Uh, new suit. Mm-hmm. I remember her doing jumping jacks and back, back, uh, sorry, back flips when she shows up. Is that Arkham Asylum? Or was that not this one? I don't know. No, that was this one. Was that it? was this one? Okay. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know. It's another another miss for uh, positive woman representation, I think. Yeah. Like Catwoman already, Harley Quinn. We're going to get to Poison Ivy. Well, they did, did you they like? Don't quite seem to nail it. I guess this happens later, but man, people, some of the goons are so gross about Harley in this game. I can't stand it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty nasty. Uh, also, yeah. again, Batman calls her an idiot again. <laughs> like when you're walking into that door, uh, I think Alfred's like, oh, Miss Quinn is in there. And he's like, ah, this, oh, she's kind of stupid. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was like, man, again, yeah. the PhD. <laughs> okay. Um, one line I did like, because there are a lot of NPCs that, like, bark out things. Like, Omar, you're mentioning, you can hear the uh, the, the goons talking about whatever they're talking about in the city streets. Um, you can also hear the tiger guards, like, the, the strange military group. Um, I thought this was very silly. When you, you drop down to the church and you're beating up the, like, three Joker thugs that are standing outside there, it's like... They, they radio in, they're like, positive ID on Batman. He's kicking all kinds of ass down there. And I was like, all right. That's pretty cool. Odd, but fun. Hmm. Um, once we get to the top... Some of the goons... Go I'm sorry. Some of the goons in this game are Nolan North, too, right? Or is that Asylum? No. Okay, that's this one. Okay. Yeah. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Everywhere. And he's that's Penguin that. as well? What's that? He's Penguin as well, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, how does that work? Like... Hey, yeah, uh, we're gonna need you to come do some lines. Um, you're gonna be like the main cast, and we also need you to just like give some random goon lines too. Like, <laughs> what? I think I don't know. It was like like a like a union mandate or some point, or to like have like multiple like uh, characters in a game when you signed up for something like that. Mm. But I don't know. You see on like IND pages for games, they have like dashes. Like, here's all the characters they played. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always think it's kind of funny. Is Troy Baker anywhere else in this game though? He's gotta be. Oh, I think he's um, I think he's Robin. Oh, okay. Or yeah, I think he's Robin. That's I can really double check funny. that, but pretty sure he okay. is. Okay, because I was gonna say that's weird if Nolan North, who like Penguin has significantly more lines in this game than Two Face does. Mm -hmm. And if they had, they got Nolan North to do all this grunt work too. I'm like, what? What did Troy Baker do? Did he just be like, sorry guys, I gotta go record The Last of Us after this? Like, that's interesting um do you think like mark hamill or like kevin conroy did other voices too no way right no uh, i'm looking i feel like they'd be so recognizable i remember kevin conroy did a voice in jack and daxter he oh, did yeah he, he was like oh, the fishing guy i remember that i remember that actually that was cool yeah, yeah. um <laughs> wow. very different i'm glad we have that on the holo game hell yeah Oh, no, it's not in there. God damn it. <laughs> Come on, Omar. Uh, one thing I will say, though, I, that I think is funny about Nolan North, right, is his Penguin Cockney accent, whatever, is super hammed up and it's fun. But That's how you do that. Yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, when you hear him on the comms as just the thug and he's doing, like, this weird Brooklyn voice, did, did any of you see the 
I think 2007 animated Ninja Turtles movie where Ratchet voice oh. actor was Leonardo. I did not. I heard no, it's good. Nolan North was Raphael. That's cool. And mm. in that movie, he's doing his like random inmate 87 voice from Arkham. It's just, I, can, I only hear Raphael when I'm soaring through this game. So. That's uh, so cool. I, I have some interesting information uh, about Troy Baker and others. So Troy Baker was in fact Tim Drake Robin. Okay. And of course Harvey Dent Two-Face. He's also GCPD Officer Whitman. So that's multiple roles. Uh Steve Bloom is like a thousand people in this, but I think he's he's Killer Croc and he's like a bunch of thugs. Mm-hmm. Uh Kevin Conroy, not only is he Bruce Wayne Batman, he's also Thomas Elliot. Hush. Oh. Yeah. Who is Kevin Which Conroy? Which I guess makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and Mark Hamill is just the Joker, but yes, Kevin Conroy does play another voice. Very cool. Was Kevin? We knew the Joker was in this game before it came out, too, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I kind of took a peek at the IMV as well and got excited about a character coming up that I forgot about. Can sure. I mention? I'm just excited. Sure. But yeah, I saw that the Bane voice actor also plays Solomon Grundy, and I can't wait for that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, love that shit. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the, the voice talent in this game is great. So far, I haven't had any moments of like, you know, Batman screaming now. And I'm like, Kevin, you know, like, come on. Like, I, <laughs> I think out it the gate, it's better. He, he didn't know how good Asylum was going to be before this game before it came out. And then he was like, wow, this is serious. <laughs> yeah. Or honestly, maybe they just got better direction in this one. Maybe. Because they had a bigger budget, you know. Because like. I don't want to jump too ahead, but like, yeah, some of the writing and, and some department is so much improved. Like, you know, the Joker is just way funnier in this game. <laughs> like, you know, uh, it's cool. Hmm. Um, then once we take care of all that stuff, we are headed to kind of a Metroidvania pocket with Joker steel mill. Like it's kind of a dungeon in a way. Um, it's reminiscent of the asylum different region different building sort of thing like we have a rundown steel mill furnaces everywhere uh cooling chambers production lines all to navigate through you can come back here multiple times uh because there are a lot of collectibles there are a lot of secrets here there's some a gadget that is not necessary to beat the game but there is a gadget you can get here as well down the line um so one thing I remember we all really enjoyed about Asylum was the backtracking element. Um, and here, the fact that they're introducing these sort of, you know, instanced, like, mini dungeons that you can return to if you want to, or just power through and never look back, I think is neat. And again, something I wish other open world games could do. And I have to wonder if the reason they have this and then you know in future episodes we'll have other buildings like this is because they did scale back on like the city street open world type thing so yeah and and it's similar to asylum having like those like intensive care or whatever i think this probably handles it a lot better and it, it also assigns villains to those uh points as well so that's like another interest like they're themed that way in a lot of ways, which I think is cool. Um, 
And yeah, I, I agree. I, I kind of like how the open world aspect of this game is just sort of a venue for you to get to those places. Um, and now I'm like trying to think, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about like how Spider-Man handles it and like the open world is pretty much it. There's very few interiors to that game. Um, and it would be cool to have similar vibes in, in like Spider-Man 2. There's a couple of good ones. Like, is there an aquarium? Sorry, in like Miles Morales or something. Yeah, mm-hmm, that was good. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good one. Yeah, uh, but you're right though. I think um, it seems like I feel like now that like have you you've seen that map of like Dark Souls, the taken out has all connected, and then you see the map of like Dark Souls two and it's like fucked up. Yeah, I I feel like with this one like they don't have to like constrain themselves to like uh, making it all fit in the map, so all the levels are like. I think the level just in terms of just uh, going through them is just way more fun. They seem much like uh, more fun to explore and design to me. Mm-hmm. And like all so far, it's like visually different too. Every, like it's cool. Yeah, I really think seeing this area taken over by Joker helps give it its own identity um, beyond just being a really cool like molten factory setup oh my god did we talk about how we get in there by the way did we i'm sorry about yeah go ahead yeah that was cool well you gotta like go into like the big like furnace or whatever at the top mm-hmm. you just grapple in and it's so sick and alfred's like that surely that's gonna be suicide bruce <laughs> or whatever and you you, you do it because you're batman and like you go down and then you're like uh it's just a, the coolest shot it looked amazing on my monitor to be honest <laughs> but like batman just hanging there just seeing all that uh the big the long wire Cave physics. Wow, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all. Can I ask you? I've been meaning to ask you, Omar. Yeah. Um, what's it like playing this game on PC, like combat with? Are you playing mouse and oh, keyboard? I'm playing with a controller, but I used okay. to play it with a mouse and keyboard, though, and I always thought that was yeah, fun. What's that, what's um, that like? I can't so even picture that. They always, it always felt pretty good, I think, to control Batman with the mouse, like gliding and stuff. It was very responsive. One of the better uh, ports in that sense. But I think on the PC, the combat, you know, obviously you would do like, here's my mouse. Right click would be punch. Left click is counter. That's fine. But what got crazy is if you want to do that fun, like gadget stuff during combat, you got to remember like some shortcuts on the keyboard and like, that's too much. (laughs) I think, I don't think it works, but I would be uh, so overwhelmed. I'm like, yeah, if I'm playing, I think I've played Apex Legends on Mike's PC once Mm -hmm. and like it, anytime I'm in and and I play that on controller, and like I'm in like a scary situation. I like know what to do, but on PC, I'm like, nah, I'm toast. I, no, there's no sure. way my brain can remember any of these key combines. Yeah, you'd get them someday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wooly though, I feel like everybody's shifting to P- uh, PC adopting controller integration. I, I think you're right. I've played um, uh, Half Life Two like, returns to you every year, but like a. Uh, um, Sometimes it wants me to use like the nine key for a gun, which I never do. I just use the scroll wheel, but mm. it gets too much. You can, in my opinion, you get to use the first three or four numbers on the control pad. W A S D, maybe control and shift. That's enough buttons. No more. Yeah. <laughs> Some games do too much, but yeah, yeah, that's already more than I think a DualShock. You know, true. So, um, any any thoughts or favorite moments in this sequence in the factory? Uh, anything that stands out to you guys about traversing through here? Uh, I like the. Oh, you go. No, you go hard, Jack. Yeah. I was gonna say I like the uh, the new gadget you get, the mm. um, the electric. What is it? Remote electric charge. Yes, that, that thing really is cool. cool. 
mm-hmm. having that as a like a quick gadget so in nice. combat very fun is this just a taser and is batman a cop yes yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is honestly All right. um <laughs> I love when you're like taking it out. Is it when you're doing it? You're doing it in front, like you're trying. You're making it in front of the doctor or something. I can't mm-hmm. remember. And I think mm-hmm. she's questioning it. But at some point, like Harley sees it and is like, "What the fuck did you make, Batman?" <laughs> something. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty sweet. Um, and like Jack said, I do love that it's just tied to was it L two circle? You just whip it out real quick uh, mid combat. And I think this is to me the first area where combat really starts to like breathe a bit more and show how expansive it is because it's throwing different types of enemies at you um and i feel like they're a bit more adaptable where they're throwing things more often and they're using weapons more often um so i i do like the fact that free flow feels faster like we touched on and the other component of batman combat in these games is stealth and this is, if I'm remembering correctly, as we go through the um, the game outside of the tutorial in the church, which is very much like this person is standing here the whole time. This is how you do a stealth takedown. This is your first area where you have a natural stealth environment where you are trying to rescue uh, that doctor in that glass room. Did you guys notice any changes to the stealth predator um, mechanics in this game versus Asylum that made it feel a bit better for you i know there are still gargoyles even though they're not gargoyles uh are they not what are they now i even notice pieces of metal oh okay yeah it's just like metal yeah Yeah. uh i think it's more fun this time but i've only done this one room but it's nice having like the double takedown and stuff like that and that sequence is just fun where batman is just talking through it Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know i kind of still much prefer the combat close quarter stuff so far mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i don't know if i notice anything in particular yet mm-hmm. but i think with all the gadgets that will amass over time that'll help but i mean there's one sequence in this game we'll we'll really know what how the stealth has improved but we'll get there uh, i don't know if, if it's next week or sometime soon but we will yeah i think another element that i think for me is nice and we touched on it already but just the fact that you have all the gadgets in addition to Mm. a lot of your movement capabilities that you get by the end of arkham asylum like being able to have that kit and pull from that in whatever combat scenario you you find yourself in like the fact that we're playing these games in close proximity is nice but i think it also just elevates arkham city because looking ahead we do get a lot of other stuff to work into our kit and I think that's just just a pretty good baseline in this game. Also, you can slide, and I love slide tackling people. That's fun. So, oh, I, I guess I didn't realize that wasn't something you could do in Asylum. Yep, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was this the first? No, I mean slides are like an area video game now, right? I think actually we talked about it. Maybe it was Mirror's Edge, <laughs> but when did when did the run slide thing? I think that was the first one, but I don't know. Was Arkham City still pretty early on for the run slide? That seems pretty early. I'm trying to think, like, in terms of first-person shooters. Yeah. One of the CODs did it, I think. Okay. Oh, was it... Was it Blops? Oh, Black Ops was Dolphin Dolphin Diving. Dolphin Diving. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
And Infinity Ward would never do it. No. I <laughs> I, I want to say Advanced Warfare was the first slide. And people were really yeah, mad I think you're that. probably right. Yeah. yeah. I know that had like jetpacks and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Did, did Halo ever do a slide? Was that a reachability? I, I, no, I don't I think, think so. Okay. That wasn't until... Was it Titanfall? Was it Titanfall? It was Titanfall, it right? It might have been Titanfall. Titanfall was Titanfall before Apex Advanced Warfare? Uh, Titanfall was no. the launch game for the Xbox, wasn't it? Dude, I don't think yeah. Titanfall 1 had a slide, actually. I think they put that in 2. I could be wrong, really? but I think 1 might not have it. That's nuts. It's kind of an oversight, but I could be wrong. But I thought there was something stupid like that. Huh. Honestly, I, I played like 30 minutes of Titanfall 1. It was so good. I don't remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was cool. No no single player. Yeah. That's sad. Two is definitely better. Oh, yeah. I don't even think you can play Titanfall one these days anymore. I think it's all hackers. Yes. True. We finish up in the steel mill area with a big combat encounter with somebody who was teased throughout the, the sneaking through Solid Snake style through these events. Uh, we we meet Mr. Hammer, and I forget his full name. It's it's is it Abravovich? Is that or is that yeah. something else? It's something like that. I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. Popovich. <laughs> Papa <No>. Roach. Um, <laughs> Papa Roach? You say Papa Roach? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you fight this room of enemies. You have your new gadget, the REC. And I think one of the most satisfying things to do in this game is use the electrical charge on the big boys. And then they just spaz out and like take out some of the dudes around you. And it like feeds into your combo. I love that. I think that's cool, but then, like, I, I'm wondering, like, all right, how do you take out that guy afterwards? Do you guys, like, just kind of get up there, put in a few punches, then walk away, wait until you get another chance, come back in and do a few punches? Or is there I, a better way to do it? I, I'll punch, and then once he starts to wind up, you vault over him, so you're, like, on the opposite side of him. So mm. his swing, like, won't hurt you. Okay. And then you just, like, get on like the opposite side of him like just, so, I, that's how i do it and his name constantly is constantly wailing on him basically yeah pretty much okay. cool. his name is uh abramovici abramovici i think okay um i tackled somewhat differently i think i'm thinking of the right thing but if you do the uh the cape 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 three times in a row he'll be dazed for a second and then you if you do that three hit with the cape on a normal enemy you can just like punch them very quickly and you can do that on him so if you stun him like it's a shorter window but if you're like mash and square you can do a good number on him vault hit him a few times like on his back while he's like recovering back to his like attack position um that's how i usually tackle it and i definitely got wailed on a few times with some of those hammer swings uh but I like that combat encounter, and I think it's already more engaging than the Titans, personally. A bit less, a bit less goofy. I know he's like a one-armed clown man with a big hammer, but like, it it's like the game knows it though. Yeah. Or like, yeah. or like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I definitely it's... like didn't figure out at first, sorry, Jack. I, I didn't figure out at first where it's like a. Uh, I kind of just kept charging, like sh I wiped out all the other guys, and I just kept charging him. It was like, oh, he just keeps swinging the hammer, but it wasn't like killing him or not killing, him, but you know whatever Batman does. But uh, yeah, he just kept swinging the hammer forever. But then I got it. I I like how he's kind of like a sponge, like a hit sponge, yeah. and it, he's just made to kind of be in the way, but 
he'll also build your not that it matters in the in the campaign but he'll just build that combo meter up like super high and i love how high it gets in this game like you can if you're doing like the joker's funhouse stuff you can get into like the 200s and stuff it's really cool yeah it's pretty great um uh, yeah omar now that i'm thinking back to it i feel like not once in asylum did they ever like in any way address how silly the titans were no we they're... talked about it a lot these it's like this is some like goofy shit <laughs> like they just yeah out just of place told, take it seriously like, yeah here are some mutants that like i don't walk out a prototype <laughs> like yeah i don't know like at least here like you said i do think that like they are aware of it to a degree which i appreciate um well is this guy a titan no he's just a big man he's not just a big guy okay <laughs> that's it that's cool um, I, yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. uh <laughs> is he an original character i don't know because he has his name so now i'm thinking you guys must like he must have been come from somewhere but maybe I, not i really don't know it, it feels like a video game character okay especially when yes. we like learn more about him down the line but this is his oh, cool. first appearance there's more mr hammer lore there is much more mr hammer lore uh-huh. awesome is uh, there really yeah there is <laughs> i'll save it for <laughs> Wait, future really? episodes because i think we might learn what? about it next episode <laughs> i okay all right i think i think i know what you're referring to but if there's more then i'm gonna be really surprised the you for sure know one of the things but i think later on there is like a third piece of uh lore that gets dropped like late game um oh, okay i'm very interested then so after this uh we we hear a lot of the the thugs in this location talking about like oh you've seen joker man he's not looking too good um you pull up you grapple up onto that ledge straight to cutscene you see harley crying over a flatlined joker in a chair looking scarred and sickly and then uh batman gets jumped gassed you hear a joker laugh you fell for the old fake joker gag batman and then you pass you're saying out. that you're saying that condescendingly like it's not the funniest thing in the world what i thought it was cool the fake joker gag no i think that's very good i think i think it's funny i just didn't want to try and give a delivery on it yeah it's so good (laughs) like i don't know it's a really good gag i fell for it i was like oh he says he's deceased is that just because i knew he was alive i was like oh is that just titan blood shit i don't know but wow Mm -hmm. it got me yeah he's not pulling pranks like that in the first game i feel like he's not he really isn't like there's the bomb first person in that area yeah but that's that's his one like i gotcha you know it's i think it's so good yeah that's really it um because it really looks like him it does yeah. <laughs> i'm like holy crap and i i guess they don't explain that <laughs> like, no because you pass out eventually do. well he has yeah. a mask on so maybe that's where you know he looks a bit different but like i don't know how they did it yeah you just I mean, Batman doesn't really either. He just passes out, and then when he wakes up, he sees Joker interrogating him. Um, but before that, when Batman passes out, we get to pick up again with Catwoman. And she spends like 10 minutes going to her, her apartment, getting her kit, her uh, equipment, and then going to Poison Ivy. Any strong feelings about this one way or the other, Jack? Any thoughts about this uh, Poison Ivy section? <sighs> Now that you pointed this out, I forgot 
this was in between the first part of the cutscene and the second part of the cutscene. So I think this may be one of those pacing issues. Um, because that poison ivy like, fight goes on forever too. Yeah, <laughs> and they you like have to. First of all, I hate traversing the world as Catwoman. It's like a rhythm There's game. Like, I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not. I I've played this game for eleven years. I do not know how to get how to get good at climbing the walls. I don't understand. And you're just like out of like you have no control over um moving her very well like you're not gliding you're like hopping around it's not great you just send it every time you walk off that roof it's like i hope it lands you know <laughs> yeah. and either the first or last button press is gonna say bad so. well can't you take fall damage i don't know okay. i don't think you can yeah but i took an embarrassingly long time trying to find that apartment i don't know if you guys went to something similar but like you have to just look for the cat but like I was looking for an open a window opening, I was like, "Where the hell is it?" But once you see the cat, then that's it. But yeah, I was just being stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I have this map like ingrained in my head at this point, so I yeah, I, it took me fair. like a, a brief moment, but yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can definitely understand. That. It's like yeah, yeah, there's like forty cats around it. Like that's how yeah. you know. But do we like this Ivy fight more or less than the Ivy fight in Arkham Asylum? <laughs> It, it's less of an ivy fight than it is a bunch of goons climb up a wall bunch of goons then there's ivy i love situation. that about it <laughs> see i differ with you guys i i kind of still like the ivy fight in asylum but yeah i mean aesthetically it's cool i suppose like a bunch of dudes are going out of cocoons and <laughs> trying to fight catwoman that's cool yeah omar do you feel any better about this compared to the uh, Asylum Ivy fight? I guess I, I like the act of playing it more. I suppose I do. And I think, also, I think it looks gorgeous. The Poison Ivy area looks really nice. Uh, and it's kind of funny that you're just going up and up. But, you know, Poison Ivy's messed. I know she's a villain, but, like, I don't. are those guys, like, dead? Are they zombie people? That, that's always been freaky to me, to be honest. <laughs> like, you can't play with people like that. I don't know. Reanimating, it's, it's too much. But it's cool. My main introduction to Poison Ivy was Batman and Robin, Uma Thurman. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if I remember right, I feel like if she kissed somebody, they were mind-controlled for like a, t- a set amount of time and then they die. I think that's how it worked. That's so, too crazy. You can't play with people like that. No. <laughs> You're playing games uh, with people's hearts and their no, existence. for real. You know? You get, you got to show up with rubber lips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was a plot so. point in that movie. <laughs> uh, I should oh rewatch Batman and Robin, dude. I should. Was it's this one really based good. on that? It's really. I know it has Mister Freeze, but wait, is that this is the Arnold Schwarzenegger one too, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. okay. I saw it once on like cable, I think. Yeah, Bane's in there too. Is he? Yeah. Oh yeah. Holy crap! Any Joker? No, no. That's there was cool. never a Joel Schumacher Joker. That's smart. He got it. He really got it. I mean, it depends on how you look at Jim Carrey's Riddler. You know? Okay. Right. True. But but like, okay. What? The, even the Pattinson movie, I feel like the Riddler's kind of the Joker too, right? Like, oh, for, I feel like they they do that. Yeah, he's definitely going for Dark Knight Joker with the Riddler okay, there, for okay. sure. The same same kind of plan. Um. So yeah, that fight uh, is good because it's not. 
a plant fight. It's just a, a normal encounter with a cool theme. Um, and then we go back to the resolution of that scene that Jack thought we were going to talk about a moment ago. Um, Catwoman literally said, Batman's going to have his hands tied full with this. Let me go do my thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to Batman tied up, being interrogated by Joker, Harley. Um, Joker has some, some great deliveries in here, talking about his blood. Um, he's, he's poisoned the water hole, and the water hole is Gotham General blood bank. So everybody's going to get Jokerified, unless Batman, who has also been Jokerified, can cure both him and Joker of being a tightened up Joker. It's it's always so needless when they do that. I think it's like the city's in danger with my like I don't know. I, it always bothered me a bit in Asylum too because it's kind of brushed aside. Like yeah, and and this plan is just like it's just a bit nasty. Like okay, you're gonna put your blood in people. That's gross, Joker. It's too much messed up. Like I don't know. I I wonder though, like this is again diving into sort of like the Batman lore stuff and like his his uh, morals and everything but like if batman came to arkham city and saw the joker and joker's is like i'm dying bats you gonna help me out i don't would he would he help him would well, he if you saw batman begins he doesn't have to save people mm-hmm that the more I think about the Batman Begins one, that's a murder. <laughs> that's a murder. <laughs> straight up Batman saying, you know what? I could very easily help you. In fact, I'm going to give the subway a little push as I jump off of it. Jack, I think there's an actual legal term for this. It's involuntary manslaughter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's why Jim Gordon hangs around him so much in the sequel. He's like, man, I, I have these charges for you, man. I, I got to serve you. Yeah. Gotta take care of this Joker guy, but like I gotta I gotta book you. So I like because even if it was just the two of them, if it was just Joker and Batman like Batman has a, a line about that. Like Joker's like, I poison you, Batman. He's like, Fine, I die too, buddy. And he's like, Well, I mean, let's say that, so I poisoned the hospital. Um again, campy and silly, but yeah, I, I think it's, it's sick that Joker would play with a hospital like that where, where will it, when will it stop he's too fucked up are you making a joke a little bit i don't know in the dark night he does that he, he, he blows up a hospital, hospital. <laughs> i just i just think i just wish i i just feel like they could have found a cooler or not a cooler but like something that felt a little bit less ridiculous i know it's batman but i feel like i don't know like maybe it was like batman i've got alfred here <laughs> or something like that. something i don't know mm -hmm. yeah i'll say that uh this for me at least redeems the end of arkham asylum where yep. it's like what a ridiculous way to end that game however it does have like i think good ramifications in a way where it's like that is literally killing the joker and now that we're affected by that too and, and we have to go try to solve that so it took something that was really zany and made it very in a in a sense like down to earth in a way where it's like this toxic material is killing the joker instead of him turning it into a giant monster 
Yeah. And I, I think it sets up a really like going back to the urgency of like the story I was talking about before, like it gives Batman a reason to play along with this, like being like, okay, I have to do this for Gotham. I can't just be here to figure out what's going on with uh protocol 10. Cause he asks Joker about that. He's like, what is this? What is strange up to uh, now? There's a timer because he has to deal with the Joker for the fate of the city, which going into this at least with what his motivations are batman what he's asking the questions he's thinking about are mainly just concerned about arkham city itself and like the population of the city the prisoners what strange is doing here the reason it exists and having that as your first question and then adding on to that this sort of like very small flame that will potentially grow as we keep seeing other elements of this game um, I like that because I, I think in a way that for me, revisiting Asylum wasn't in love with the pacing of threats in that game. I think already in this first session, the pace of Batman's, you know, uh, journey in this game is ramping up quickly and effectively. And again, not to get too far ahead, that continues for the majority of this. So I like that a lot. Are there any final story beats from our playthrough we haven't touched on that we'd like to? Ooh, not a story beat, but I have a Metal Gear Solid 2 situation. Go! With you guys. Remember how we all really loved the codec from Metal Gear Solid 1 with all like the, you know, the cool sprites and all the artwork? And then Metal Gear Solid 2, it's like, ah, uh, it's... It's just the in-game models. They did that with this game for the, like, character bios. Yep. Uh, All the character bios in Arkham Asylum were really cool, like, exaggerated, like, art. Um, probably created by, like, the artists of the, in the game. And were really striking, really cool. And all of the character bios in this are just the in-game character models which is fine like it's not that big a deal but it's i miss i miss that it would have been cool if they took another stab at this if you just wait seven hours you'll see the story implications for why they made that choice (laughs) and it'll be worth it really no i'm just talking about metal gear solid 2 i'm sorry oh (laughs) (laughs) but i think i I think you're right that is a bummer yes yes yes. yeah honestly i every single time i unlocked a new character bio in asylum i was reading all of them and for that exact reason, Jack, I opened it. I, I cleared all of them so the notification would go away that I had them unlocked. And I was like, I'm good. I'm not going to read yeah. these, which is a bummer. It's just, it's kind of bland. Yeah. Um, would, you, like, would you have rather they'd like put the old art just in here too? Or like just hopefully a new art? I would, like, would have been I mean, cooler. Yeah. New art would have been cool. Like yeah. maybe a different direction because it was like so stylized. It didn't even like, it wasn't even in line with Arkham Asylum's art. It was just mm. totally different, which I thought was cool um so it, it would have been nice to see that but i can see that being like a lot of work for no particular reason so i guess that makes sense but even if they just stuck in the old arkham asylum art that would have been fine i'm wondering how many characters because i know for sure joker catwoman harley batman i want to say two-face had one but like the black and white renders like that was everywhere i i associate that imagery with this game so heavy but that is just marketing 
none of this game has that imagery in it so like even if they did that yeah i would have loved that did any of you guys have the game of the year edition with like the 10 out of 10 on it <laughs> okay cool yeah that was a little messy yeah i have a big poster of um they still have it uh of like uh batman and uh, catwoman mm-hmm. standing back to back oh yeah somewhere oh yeah i'm glad is you brought the 10 that up 10 one is is that the one with like all it was like the white background with like all yeah, of is, the different is batman's face up close then 10 out of 10 like ign quotes are all over oh, it and like a big dlc enter you have a code bonus i don't know it was a Damn. I can't remember. I don't honestly what the original box art was or what the memes were at this point because I think people just kept putting more and more stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of the biggest downgrades I've seen in my life for a box art. <laughs> yeah. Well, because Jack, you have that collector edition of Batman, right? Right there. Yeah. Here, let Will me. You... I, I, I yeah. got. I, I'll do some show and tell if you want. That'd be oh, awesome. Because yeah. we're caught up. Basically, that was everything we played through. Sure. Well, this is this is the book that you get. Ooh. That comes That's... with it clean and it has like the disc is in here at the back see were you ever upset about that like not getting a real case with the collection edition okay no because i'll show you like the actual box it comes with but like that's mm. an example of like you get some like artwork oh, a little that's more cool. right a little more right for the camera oh yeah thank you Here's the joker that's yeah sick. i love the joker that's in this joker like the, the how messed up he looks in the titan shit yeah well i, I remember this too do you remember like, I think at the initial tease, not like the Hugo Strange on the roof, Batman fighting the guards, there was a, um, a, a like a 15 second clip of like a camera panning through a building and you see Joker and he looks fucked up. And that's it. That was the reveal and announcement, I think. I'll have to get oh, to the marketing again. Yeah. yeah. Sounds cool. Um, but this is the statue that like comes in the box that I'll show. I love this. I just have this out of the box and just have it on like a bookcase and it's like um, is that he's he's black and white in that is there any color or like tone on no that? He, it's just well i guess his face would be is it like, a more pale sure okay. uh yeah it's pretty pale and then he just has like the you know regular suit or whatever cool um and then this is like the box it comes in it's probably like a little too old and like messed <laughs> up hmm. but um on the side it has batman yeah, that's the image they put for the 10 out of 10 edition i believe yeah, the back yeah. has, I think, like, Catwoman's on there, a bunch of, like, I don't know. Cool. Logos and stuff. Then there's the Joker. Yeah. Ooh, that guy's um, cool. I love that the render. The inside part, yeah, that, that's really cool. The inside part, I don't know if you'll see, but it has, like... The skyline? It's just, like, Arkham City, like, um, like the background of it. Like, you'll see, like, uh, like the water towers back there or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. cool. I like just asked for the game, and my parents were like, "I don't know, this was in the store, so <laughs> that's, that's awesome. We got it for you." I was like, oh, "That's fine very with cool. me." Yeah. This is like a nice figure too. I feel like they don't usually make figures that nice for those things. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really nice. I just like I said, I just have it outside of the box, and it's been I've just been displaying it for the past eleven years. It's really cool. Cool. I, I yeah, because feel... um, sorry, okay. go ahead. But I was gonna say like the Arkham Asylum uh, edition comes with that battering that like, I remember like. Just it's all scratched up because they wanted to make it look like it was used, mm-hmm. and I personally was disappointed by that. <laughs> but I feel like they made it right with the with this one. Yeah, and I was gonna say also I think the statue jack is Batman in the pose of the original release box art because he's on a rooftop and he's like hunched over like the cape is like resting on his shoulder. Yeah. I I think that was the original original box art, and then like you said, Omar, the the close up like him wiping 10. his jaw is the ten out of ten box, and that was also the Game Informer cover. 
Oh. That is on the magazine somewhere in this house. Cool. But Ooh, I have a Oh, I'm looking I'm looking at the game of the year edition, but that's horrible. Um <laughs> I was trying to think like I don't even know what the regular box art looks like, but yeah, you're right. It's it's the same pose. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah. I have a the game informer for Arkham Origins, and I'm wondering if I had got the one from Arkham Knight, I might have been unsubscribed at that point. I think I was unsubbed by then. Uh, we can all cool get to them get together because I have the Arkham Asylum one, I think. <laughs> but I don't uh, think I have. I don't have City. <laughs> and if you have Knight and maybe Origins, I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely don't have Knight, but I think I also have the Origins one, Jack. I remember okay. that cover as well. But that's like one of the few I was like, I'm going to read through this, and I did. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that is basically where we had to play to for the game for this episode. We we learn the motivations. We figure out what's going on with Joker. Our next objective is we got to hunt down Mr. Freeze after a FaceTime call from Joker right after he kicked us out of his room. He's like, oh, and one more thing. Um, and we get Joker. We get like a SIM card or something. And this is... Yeah. I think we talked about this before, right, with Joker talking to us in Asylum, but is this less contextualized with, like, oh, he's on the TV, he's on the PA system, like, he's on your comms? Is this one of the first instances of a villain doing that in the game? I know Borderlands 2 did that, and that was around, I think, the same time as 2010, but... Of what, uh, the intercom? Did like, the... a villain, like, calling your cell phone out when you're out in the world, like, doing little fun wait in real life no oh, okay <laughs> like like batman will be flying around <laughs> and joker will just call him in the open world and like we've Within seen other asylum, games do that oh but i guess asylum is on the pa systems you're right okay yeah, yeah like this you is could, like you could be doing whatever the hell else and oh he will it just still plays you. yes oh okay you you could say bioshock in a way with the audio logs no oh, but just, he but... he does call you yeah, um, but you don't know is. that until the end. I've never played Bioshock, so I you know. have to play Bioshock, Christian. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to. You have to just Christian do it. Played Bioshock. Yeah. Well, I'll do it at some point. I'll do it eventually. I, I know. I know you hate it, but you have to do it. <laughs> you don't like Bioshock? It's got a weird vibe. I think I. It's not the game's fault. I don't think either. <laughs> no, it kind of is though. But I get it. But it's also, it's just, I feel like it's kind of required playing for like sure. maybe this generation of games, but I get you. <laughs> if you don't like the first Bioshock, I'd say just jump into Infinite because Infinite's pretty cool. Infinite is cool. I, I think they're on, they're all on Game Pass, right? Or you probably got them on PS Plus sometime. I do, but yeah, I'm not subscribed currently. So. Ooh, okay. That's why I actually, I had to buy Arkham Knight like a week ago because I, I oh. had it from Plus digitally and I was like, shit, I need to buy it. But cool. Um, Clearly, I think we're winding down week one of Arkham City, but I guess we'll go around, I guess, initial thoughts on the replay, picking it up again, um, hopes for future episodes. I believe the next stopping point we have is we are going to be completing the museum. We're going to be finishing up to the end of that sequence, so we get through the penguin area wrap that up reconvene i believe that's what we're doing unless we want to breeze in the boss fight that follows up that immediately to end on that but that can be discussed 
afterwards. So, um, Omar, I'll start with you. Closing thoughts, week one, revisiting Arkham City, impressions so far, hopes for the future. Um, yeah. It's really good so far. Uh, it's still weird playing this after knowing everything about Rocksteady, <laughs> about some of that stuff. But yeah, it's it's uh, quite quite the step up from Arkham Asylum, it seems. So I'm enjoying it. Nice. Jack, let's hear it. Yeah, I agree. I feel like immediately, like when you get placed as Catwoman and you start fighting, it's like, oh, this game just plays infinitely better. Um, and the, there are some moments where you feel like maybe a little sluggish as the character, but I feel like it holds up very well combat-wise. This is something like, if I wanted to jump into Arkham Combat, I go to City, like I don't even go to Night. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm enjoying it, and it's one of those things where I'm, I'm re- really looking forward to playing the next part. So, yeah. Yeah, I will agree with both of you. Uh, it's been very nice revisiting this. Um, I, I feel like at this point, I almost might have played it yearly since return to arkham came out i'm not entirely sure but i i I really love replaying this one a lot um because of the pacing and so far like i had to i I struggled to put down the controller when we reached this final point for uh the discussion i finished it and then i ended up just doing open world stuff i like found a, a few riddler trophies i uh did the second wave of ar missions which are completely unnecessary you don't need to do those for anything if you played the game before i forget what it unlocks but it was not useful at all but i spent like 30 minutes doing them because game just feels real good to play but that is it for this week's discussion on arkham city for the long play club we will return uh, with another episode a week from now going into everything from where we left off meeting mr freeze to uh the end of penguins territory potentially the boss fight after that uh so be prepared for that but until then you can keep up with the show youtube.com slash joy for the video version like i said at the top of the show long play club podcast format is available on all your favorite podcast providers uh same place you were listening to return to no it's not sorry arkham asylum those episodes same feed you can check that out there or follow at JoyClicks on Twitter to keep up to date with new episodes. Episodes we'll be releasing on Mondays moving forward for Batman Arkham City. But Jack Omar, it's been a pleasure. Where can everybody find you, Jack? Let's hear it. All right, you can find me on social media at Fascinated Jack. We have our holiday game discussion coming up. I don't know. Maybe by the time this came out, you'll... This will the holiday game will already be out, so you'll what, know another one coming up too. <laughs> in December, December. coming up in yeah. December. Yeah. Um, ooh, maybe see. maybe I got to theme my pick based on the holidays. We'll see. But uh, that's when we come together and we all uh, elect two new video games to our Hall of Fame, uh, and it's very exciting and it's very fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, look forward to that. But uh, how about you, Omar? Yeah. Um... I'm here on JoyClick still. Uh, you'll there'll be a hall game I'm on in one in the future, and I don't know. Maybe there's a Mario direct we react to. Maybe I don't know, but who knows? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, thank you, nice. Christian. Uh, yes, like it was mentioned, Hall of Game would have happened a few days ago by the time this episode is up. So you can check the vod of that out on 
the uh, the playlist for the Hall of Game on youtube.com slash joyclicks, which is again where you are for the video version of the Long Play Club. Uh, if you want to support the shows beyond leaving a good review, leaving a comment, or leaving a star ranking on your audio service, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash joyclicks at the one and five dollar tiers. Five bucks will give you producer credit on every show we produce, like Aaron Easton and Jose Garcia. So thank you very much. If you want to follow me anywhere, at chuntd 2 everywhere. Uh, look it up and you will see what I'm doing on a given platform. But that is The Long Play Club Part 1, Arkham City. We will be back next week with Part 2. But until then, do we have an Arkham City sign-off? I got one. Okay, let's hear it. This stuff's killing me! <laughs> 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 <laughs>